Okay, so my name is John Davis, and we are at Rock Point School in Burlington on the property of the Episcopalian Diocese of Vermont. Dear Harrison, this is my friend John, sometimes known as JD. So I am Anna's oldest friend. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We go way back. Liar. (laughs) No, it's a filthy liar. Um, Let's see. That's first and foremost. Second, um, oh, I'm a residential educator at Rock Point School. That is my job title. J.D. and I went to high school together. Then he went off to philosophy school, and I went off and learned how to use a microphone, and we both ended up back in Vermont. And these days, he lives and works at this school. Rock Point School has been around since 1889, I believe, or 1887, the building, that is. We're a co-educational boarding school. We also have day students for students who have had challenges in traditional school settings. In the past, we have been, uh, what's the phrase? It's, um, it was a, a women's, a young women's, um, like, charm school, like the kind of thing where you learn etiquette. Recently, John and I had a conversation about ghosts because I find them really interesting to think about. Like, I feel like the way we think about time is all wrong. And ghosts, they can teach us to be more loose with the way we think about time. And to imagine that instead of a past and a present, everything that's ever happened in a place is always somehow still happening. And I really like thinking that way, you know, trying to blur the lines we've drawn around the edges of our world. And when John told me how old this school was and what had been there in the past, I was like, obviously, this place is haunted. And John had a suggestion. So what we're going to do is go on a ghost hunt. There are some really old, scary spaces in the building, like the attic and the basement. And the graveyard and the chapel, which is where we started our night of ghost hunting. Okay. So this is the chapel. There's an organ in here. There's an organ in here. I don't even know if it works. There's a harpsichord elsewhere in the building. That could, that could be a hot spot for us. It says, let's see, SD Organ Company, Brattleboro, Vermont. No, that can't be right. That says... 1897, in loving memory of Ruth A. Fuller, died March 3rd, 1897, Easter, April 2nd, 1899. Is this organ haunted? I can't imagine that it's that old. Can it be? Maybe it is. I think this organ is incredibly haunted. It looks haunted, yeah. Next to the organ, we have a piano. Um, Sitting atop the piano is our Roomba. This one is Balthazar. We have three Roombas. They are all named after the Magi, Magi, Mag... The The three wise men? The three wise men, those those fellows. We found no ghosts in the chapel. Our next stop was the attic. Jesus, these stairs. Yep. So we have these winding stairs up to the attic. Very old, very wooden. The whole attic, just picture... The attic of a dollhouse. It's very small, cramped. There are low bars. Um, a lot of bird leavings. Uh, lots of things have lived up here. A lot of bats have been up here. I'm sorry, is that a crib? Oh, yes. Dude. This is a baby's crib. This is old. This is very old. I don't know how old. And you have to wonder, looking at this crib in this back corner of the attic, who's hiding it in here? You know, why is it stowed so far away from you know, wherever it started its life. Who did it belong to? Who did it belong to and why is it still here? 
Despite the crib, we witnessed nothing supernatural in the attic, so we moved on. We've been to the top, now we'll go deep into the belly of the school. So we have staff who are too afraid to enter this part of the building because it is quite scary. There are a lot of like holes in the wall that would be good for storing bodies and things. Lots of spider webs. Oh, you can see actually, this is, look at this huge bug that's been trapped in the spider web. Oh my God. Isn't that incredible? That is a funky looking guy. Now that door it just goes back out to the science classroom. Oh, so it's not. It looks so it ominous. It looks very ominous. It's like kind of that looks like the horror movie door that goes to a different dimension, but it actually just goes to education. So, what synthesizer? Oh yeah, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> that's so the water the, boiler. The, the best part of my job is that the water boiler sometimes goes out, especially in the winter, and so I get to come down here at like two in the morning and like just kick the you know water boiler to get it going again or like reset it and that is terrifying um, especially when you're alone in the building and it's shaking and creaking that scared me i'd like to note that this machine clicked off the instant that we left but we saw no ghosts when we emerged from the basement we ran into some of john's coworkers and they had experienced things well i am matthew and i'm one of the uh, employees here Okay, so here's the story. It was about, I don't know, 11.45 at night, and I was in the um, downstairs, um, nearest to the basement, but I was actually in the workout room by the laundry room, and um, there was nobody else on the floor, it was just me, no students were here yet. Uh, and I was just you know, doing my thing, and then I look out, there's a little small window on the door, and I just, by happenstance, glanced over, right? Here's what happened. I look up and all of a sudden this like black like entity flashed by the window and like went into the darkness. And I kid you not. Wait, am I allowed to cuss on this thing? Yeah. I shit you not. I almost cried. And I'm convinced this place has demons. Have you had any experiences? No. Uh, <laughs> yesterday? What? Last night. <laughs> so I'm Katie. I just live up on the second floor of Matthew. So they were all out on their camping trip, and I was the only one here last night. And I swear there were footsteps upstairs. Like soft footsteps, but like I could hear it like above like my show that I was watching on my phone. So it was like, and it weren't like fast. It was just like, like someone was like just casually like walking around. Have you guys been to the graveyard yet? Probably not. Jack, would you tell me that? I'd spared you until this moment, but the podcast is bringing out the worst in me. I've got the, I've got the limelight for like 10 seconds and I'm already like destroying all of my relationships. But um, I, it's out there and most of the bishops for the Episcopalian diocese are buried behind... Buried. Buried. For the record, it's buried. We left Matthew and Katie behind with instructions to start worrying if we didn't get back before midnight. And we made our way outside and down the path to the graveyard. Is the moon full? Oh, could it be? No, almost. No, it's, it's getting there. Do you believe in an afterlife? Believe in an afterlife? I don't think so. I mean, it's so hard to say. I don't know. I don't know what it would look like. 
I don't know that it would have a look. Do you believe in an afterlife, Anna Van Dyne? No. Oh! <gasps> yes, here we are. Okay. So, shall we just go grave to grave? Are yeah. we allowed to step on... I can't remember. Is what that a faux pas to step on them? They're, they're, they're dead. They're so dead. What they're, are we hearing? Yeah, that's Dancing Queen. Okay, whose grave is this? Okay, let's find out. What are all these holes? Oh, no, that's just moss. Okay. Sixth Bishop of Vermont, 1961 to 1971, Harvey Dean Butterfield. There's an obelisk over here. Yes, yes. The, that's the other cool thing is that the graves all look different. Um, so I don't know who decides what they look like, but this one... Seventh Bishop of Vermont, 1974-1986, Kerr. Okay, so that was the next one. We checked out the graves with distant notes of Dancing Queen wafting through the dark trees from some party nearby. But still, we didn't see any ghosts. So we made our way back. Okay, in all honesty, though, do you believe in ghosts? Um... Hmm. I've heard very real accounts of encounters with ghosts, and so I don't know that I, I am a person who can ever experience that, um, whatever, whatever sort of thing that is, whether there is a real physical component to it or not. Um, but, but I do think, you know, I, th- I think it's a cop-out to say, like, they're real for people if they believe in them or something like that, but... Um, Yeah, no, that makes sense. I feel like I've never seen a ghost, mm-hmm. but I'm open to the experience. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's right. I think if you think about like your whole experience as being something that's located sort of entirely in your own head, um, you could have an encounter with something that you don't actually sense with your body that's just as real as any any other encounter you might have. I think John's right about that. He also said that even if there truly is nothing more to the experience of being in this world of ours, something about us compels us to seek out something more. And that alone is worth a lot. Even if when you go looking, all you find is a Roomba, some spider webs, and ABBA's 1976 hit song, Dancing Queen. Harrison, I hope you see past the edges of the world this week. See you soon. Anna. Anna.